Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile unlimited premium wireless. Ready to get 30 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20 20, 20 ready to get 20 20, ready to get 15 15, 15 15, just 15 bucks a month. So, give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Hello, welcome back to Smash Pod. This is part two. If you want to hear part one, why not go back and listen to that? In the meantime, here's part two. I hope you enjoy. I really do. Oh, Larry, it's Tim's. Yeah? Your chimp's dead. What? It tried to escape. When? But yeah, uh, she knows it's it. for science. Yeah, yeah. And Jeffrey Lewis, meanwhile, says to Jake, ah, she's a horror. She'll fuck anything. And uh, Job's like, and then he pushes Jeffrey Lewis, and then Job says, you can't do that. Just so, in fact, he doesn't say that. He goes, she loves, he doesn't call her a whore. He's right. just like, there's a girl who loves a shag. Right? She's yep. being quite sex positive. And then Jake goes, you don't call her a whore. And he's like, oh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. and then Jeffrey goes, well, whores do it for money. <laughs> she does it because of, uh, of, she enjoys of people it. Who love, because she enjoys it. Mm. He hasn't said anything wrong there. Mm. And then Jake goes to punch him in the face. And um, because he's intelligent now, mm. Job <laughs> decks him. Mm. Mm. Well, no, he decks Job. Oh, he, that's right, he decks yeah. Job with his And Job yeah. looks up at him like evil eyes, like you think, oh no, he's going to make his head blow up, but then it cuts. Yeah. So Pierce takes Job to the lab, and they both get in their full cyber VR suits. <laughs> Which again, is only monkey size. Yeah. Right? How have they got these? They are stretchy, I'll give them that. But, um, yeah. They are stretchy, but they go, oh, yeah. this isn't, we, we're not doing yeah. human testing. How come you've got a bunch of human suits there? <laughs> no, it's probably <laughs> because monkeys have got longer arms, so when you put them on, it probably evens out. Yeah. I got the note where it says, Peter says, we've got some of the most advanced computer equipment in the world as he set, stood on the set of the Krypton Factor, essentially. Mm. He has got strong Krypton Factor vibes, this. And everybody does something on the computer by going, click, click, click on the keys. Mm. It's always three taps. It's like, yeah, come on, guys, mice exist. I had a computer <laughs> in about 1989, 1990. My yeah. dad had one, and it came with a mouse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why are you just but doing three uh, keystrokes? They couldn't use mice because they couldn't fit to the suits. That's mm, true. Mm. Also, the, all the mice they had, they tried to turn them into army soldiers. <laughs> <laughs> Military mice. <laughs> with little Robocop hats on. <laughs> L- lots of little mice with little paper clips. Going, I don't know what the fuck they're supposed to do with these, because I can get out through this cage easy. I'm a fucking mouse. <laughs> and they employed one dwarf security guard to look after them. <laughs> and they shot him. Oh. Oh, yeah. It's a metaphor for life. It is, it is, it is. Mm. One day you're the mouse, the next day you're the security guard. <laughs> Um, so then Job's intelligence is successfully enhanced and also we find out that he's got telepathy yeah that's a bit later in it or well no he goes to the sexy lady's house that's right yeah yeah and he can hear her thinking about him 
And he gives her one. And yeah, Jeffrey well, look, Lewis turns into a carry-on character. He's like, Whoa, what are you waiting for? Go on, go give her one, lad. Go on. <laughs> you don't get many of them for the bound bloody hell. And this is a fairly sinister yeah. scene. Horrible. Because, he, again, he can fix a lawnmower, but he's never kissed a girl before. She's trying to teach him how to kiss a girl, and it's yeah. a bit creepy. Yeah, and and appears to just specify that he learned Latin in two hours. So we can do oh, that. Yeah. But he can't yeah, figure yeah. out how a snog works. All right, mate. Great. I just didn't show him any porn, which seems <clears throat> yeah. unlikely. Seems unlikely, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. <laughs> Given what that he, machine can be used He learned Latin in two hours and he whipped through my stack of razzles. <laughs> <laughs> it took him two hours to master uh, to Latin and he read 480 pop ups in five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> he knows where all the housewives are in this area. <laughs> yeah. Hot singles. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, I bet that's what he's got after he's with this lady. Um, yeah, she kisses him <laughs> and then they have sex. And yeah. it is a bit strange. It is, yeah. It's a bit unerring, her going. Yeah, if there's at some point she got, mate, you, I'm just going to ask this for legal reasons. Mm. Are you all right? Because you've yeah. got a real dunce edge right now. Dunce <laughs> edge. <laughs> it's just that when you came, you asked if you could have some milk. Yeah. <laughs> and then you asked what time Wizardora yeah. was on, and I don't even know what that is. Yeah. Yeah. It, wasn't, it wasn't a euphemism. No. No. And then you said you had to go because you wanted kid. <laughs> and then you asked me which is my favourite, Danger Mouse or Scooby Doo. I was really it's not the kind of yeah. pillow talk I'm used to. And also, I, I don't really have much Chris Chris here. Got so mad for days now. <laughs> I mean. I know you. I, I know you heard what I said, but you started calling it Chris Rear Entry. <laughs> you said you wanted to come home for Christmas. I don't know what that means either, because um, this one—I don't know about you—but this is the road to hell. But you're sure to drive it home. Um, so his boss wants it. His boss now says that's brilliant. Pierce's boss. Now we take it to Washington. But Pierce is like, no, no, no. I think there still needs. We still need to iron out a few things. I.e him being slowly turning into the uh, psychopath and me not noticing <clears throat> yeah hmm. so meanwhile the, the, the director bald man he swaps Angelo's medications with the monkey stuff yeah the aggression stuff mm. <laughs> the ones Pierce using in are bright blue mm. the ones That's are right. bright red mm. Pierce yeah. the scientist just ah it's probably fine oh, so, no, <laughs> what happens is, is he, you see because it's a close up you, you see him take away the what's it nootropic medicine yeah he takes that away, and then the next shot, you see him just put a six pack of Stella in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can see that. And uh, an England yeah. shirt. Ejected <laughs> straight into his bloodstream. <laughs> uh, so then, meanwhile, Joe brings this sexy lady, Marnie, her name is. He says, Come in, <clears throat> we're going to do something amazing. And he brings her in, and they have VR cyber sex. Hang on, now, hang on. Also, how this is a very high security place. Mm. You can't just bring a bird in. <laughs> you know, I don't mind you. Like, it's just, it's presumably a monkey on reception. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe, like, after that, what happened? Like, as long as it's not a chimp, we're all right. You're yeah. over four you? foot tall, <laughs> not wearing a helmet. Can we talk about one? He does have cyber sex with her, he turns into a giant horny frog. Yeah, no, yeah. that's what I've got written down. Why has he done that? Something There's a lot of stuff that doesn't make sense, yeah? No, so yeah. they're flying around, and first of all, she's having a good time. Oh, oh the other thing, she's, but she's getting quite orgasmy. Now, we, we see them... The thing is, we see them strapped into that circle thing. Not only have they not got anything on their groin, thank mm. God, mm. right? It, they, they are legs akimbo, mm. right? So <laughs> it's, not, it's not like you're getting this feeling of flying or anything. You've got the feeling of being... of having your... Well... 
haven't you ever yeah. quacked out? Mm. And it's just, <laughs> I don't know why any, it doesn't feel like anything. It's like your legs are mobile. All you're doing is spinning yeah, around. Like, What's the point spinning yeah. around? Well, also got the, the thing is, like, there's no way VR sex in this would be better than actual sex. I mean, it, it, it's not, it's not, it's not a step up. <laughs> this no. is a really weird diversion. Oh, yeah, wait, no, I, I, sorry, I was They try to have sex. Mm. Go on. Yeah, but you can't. <laughs> Well, I was going to mention, I missed the scene. I missed the scene where he went with his child mate to the cafe and then he had his um, VHS with the tuner. The tuner's gone wrong on his VHS. The tracking. And he starts having a bit of a meltdown and then he can really hear everybody's thoughts. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and they're all thinking, what's wrong with his twat? Yeah. All he's got is Because he's sitting there, he's got a migraine and everyone's like, oh, who's this Burke? Simple mm. got a migraine. Why are you all freaking out? In the same scene... So there's a couple of things because we, we've uh, there was a bit just before that where they're like oh he's getting intelligent very quickly and they cut, and to demonstrate this they just cut to him literally just watching in Carter really fast mm-hmm. and after that they cut to him in the car on the way to the cafe where he gets the headache and he's just listening to the first two seconds of CDs and then changing yeah. it in a boombox mm. yeah how is that inside of intelligence it's like listen to the whole Stop. song you'll get more out of it <laughs> isn't that ADHD. Yeah. Yeah, he's got ADHD as well. He goes, you know what, this is, this is classical. Mm. This is rhythm and blues. And he's just like, ah, oh, I just get all I need from sampling. But you're mm. not sampling. You listen to two seconds and turn it off. Mm. Yeah. You're a twat. I mean, that is me on a long <laughs> car journey when I'm skipping through my phone just going, give us a better song. Well, you must be yeah. highly intelligent. I must be. Well, obviously, yes. I can, I'll, I'll vouch for that. But we have, to go, it, we have to go back to Death by Horny Fat Frog. Oh yeah, so then we get yeah, mm. and then so then he takes her in, yeah. and so they fly around for a bit, mm. and they have a bit of kissy kissy, but it's not really because they're nowhere near each other. They're on the yeah. opposite side of yeah. the warehouse, but she's getting randy, <laughs> and then and then she gets stuck in cum. Mm. Yeah, virtual cum. Which virtual, is she worse. just gets stuck in. I don't like this anymore. I'm stuck in a sticky. Vum. <laughs> and then he goes, "Well, I'll save you." And then he goes, and "Turns into a giant <laughs> frog man." I'm guessing they're trying to say that because he's been injected with all these uh, aggression boosters, hmm. he's, that's the manifestation of his innate aggression. I mean, I'm being really generous by extrapolating the work of this. I mean, yeah, I mean, you're, you're <laughs> doing your made, scientist job. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. they made no effort to try and say that. Mm. Because, you know, they, they don't explain anything in this film. For some reason, yeah. oh, nobody will question yeah. it. If we do a CGI frog with a rectum for a mouth, which he does have, <laughs> he does right? have yeah. people will just go, oh, it's so spectacular, the technology. I'm not even mm. going to complain about this. No. Um, yeah. But it's... And then... And she has an embolism or something. Yeah, I, I should say, he doesn't actually kill her, but he wipes her memory. He wipes yeah. her mind. Oh, is that what she's happens? Like a, wipes her mind, yeah. She's got a blank slate now, and she's, she's mm. like, oh, she's been completely scrambled. But, but again, yeah. VR can't do this. It can't... <laughs> it doesn't respond to what's going on in your brain. It's it's a, it's a computer pro. It's basically a big screen. You just wrap around your head. It doesn't uh, have the uh, ability. But, 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 Dean, aren't the modern generation that are playing games all day, aren't they just effectively zombies, though, Dean, huh? This no. brought to you by a op-ed in the Daily Mail from 1991. I did. I can answer that, but I'll need some money. I know for a fact that when I played, I stayed up all night to complete Resident Evil 2, and in the morning I was a frog, and I tried to have sex, <laughs> I tried to have sex with somebody and wiped their mind. Yeah. I got better. Yeah, they did get better. It's fine. And they forgot about it, so that's good. Um, so Pierce does go to Washington to present his findings, and then he finds out that they switched the... Um, Medication. <laughs> Should have noticed by now. And he colour. says, he goes, "Ah, oh, you idiot!" It's really angry, like he's just stubbed his toe. 
But meanwhile, Joe. Oh no, sorry. Before he does that, Joe turns up at the lab and shows Pierce by lifting. He lifts a table. Oh yeah, he's, he's telekinetic now as well. And yeah. telepathic. Telekinetic. Oh, yeah, yeah. <coughs> and it, Pierce Brosnan is like. Tilda, isn't it? Hmm. <laughs> <coughs> Pierce Brosnan's looking at it, going, "Ah, fucking hell!" And it kept <laughs> to him in, interviewing himself right, mm. in his in his basement. With his top like, off. That sounds like slang. Hmm. Um, and he's going, oh, I sh- you know, I predicted that this was going to make people telekinetic. Well, you should have mentioned this sooner, shouldn't you? Tell you what, yeah. the, the monkey could have done with telekinetic powers. Could have <laughs> also, just, just turds floating everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> well, he could have got that guard's gun without attracting his uh, attention. Just turds with the face. <laughs> Didn't need it. He could have shot Chris Rear CDs out of everyone that came near him. <laughs> Um, yeah. But yeah, he says to Pierce that he re- he will reclaim all of the lost knowledge via VR. Well, he says to him, he goes, <laughs> you know, he goes, uh, I've just realised what we're doing isn't untapping new parts of the brain. We're awakening the most ancient. What's ancient brain parts? It's just all the same age, isn't it? People who like it's old, the brain old stem, cars, That's isn't the it? oldest part, but yeah, there's, there's no such thing. It's you know, not- have you ever been to a steam <laughs> rally? No. no. You know, when everyone's got a little steam train things that go up oh, and down. Yeah. Oh, right. Or steam organs. That's, it's that. Is that the brain? Is it, it's That's the brain. ancient knowledge. Yeah. It's the bits <laughs> of the brain that run on steam. Yeah. <laughs> and then he says to Pierce, of course, you do realise no that comment. now. No comment, sorry. <laughs> he says, now I am more intelligent than you. How's yeah. that? You lifted a table. Let's do. Let's, let's play chess or something. Well, also, <laughs> this isn't the first time we've seen him being psychic. There was the. Mm. There was yeah. the. Uh, he, he ruins that toothpaste. Mm-hmm. Oh right? yes! How yeah. clever is he that he's going? Maybe do it over a sink, you know, in the cabinet, because yeah. you're going to have to clean that out now, dipshit. Yeah. Yeah. Most dentists approve of telekinesis. <laughs> Hello, I am a real dentist in an advert for toothpaste. Nine out of ten <laughs> dentists approve of. Mentally squeezing toothpaste in the middle of a medicine cabinet with your brain. <laughs> Crest. <laughs> Brushing <Sketch>. home for Christmas. <laughs> Spectacular. What was the bit when he saw you tries to read Pierce Bronson's mind and Bosom? Mm. No, resist, no. Resist him. How? how? How is he resisting? He has no capacity. He didn't even know this was a thing. No, but he's, he just, I can feel you, I can feel you going in my mind. Mm. Uh, and he said, and he, oh, he, he shuts one eye with his hand. Like, mm. he goes, oh, that, that's the way he's getting into your brain. He's not literally getting into your brain through your eye, you daft. So, good thing I put my earmuffs and my Ray-Bans on, so you can't get into my brain. And I'm wearing my big pants, so you can't get in through my arsehole. <laughs> So, yeah, in Washington, he finds out what's happened, how Job's got this advance because he's got the angry meds. So, meanwhile, Job continues giving himself... I think he takes them all, doesn't he, in one day? Yeah, he breaks in, takes them all, and starts sweating like a maniac. And then he goes out on his revenge mission. Yeah, then he does start looking like... He looks down and he goes, like, fucking hell, I think this might be key. I think I'm... Dripping sweat. Which makes a certain amount of sense in that, you know, because he's boosting his brain power, then that's a lot more energy he was in, so he would be a lot hotter. So, yeah, maybe. Maybe someone thought of that. Don't you think at some point, though, and this is a genuine brain question for you, Dean, knowing how drugs work as they do... Don't you think at some point it will all wear off and he'll have an awful come down? <laughs> yeah, if it's all one go, the boost he'll get will um, well, it'll fade eventually because drugs leave the system. So yes, he's going to wake vomiting, up somewhere going, "Oh he'll... shit! Yeah. What did I do last night?" Oh. Telekinetic traffic cone just hovering in his room. up his ass, <laughs> <laughs> up his road to hell. <laughs> <laughs> 
because <laughs> that's mm. what I just keep thinking. These are all. I mean, the VR thing you could argue is this next level thing, but the drugs surely wear off at some point. Yeah, but if they're um, nootropic, then the effects they'll have will be more lingering because they make permanent cellular changes. Oh, all right, fair enough. Yep, that's why I'm here. So yeah, so, <laughs> so he goes on his revenge spree. So first he goes to see the priest that's been hitting him, and he turns oh. him into a spectrum game. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's yeah. woefully bad. Awful. It, it doesn't. It's not just me, is it? No. So he sets fire to him, but it's like a. But it's it's so bad CGI. It's like it's supposed to be CGI. Like he's now got power of. Computers. Um, well, like Mayor Workstation, see, like early 90s CGI. It's mm. like, oh, this is my special power is I make people look like really crap 3D. Yeah. He no. turns transparent. Uh, he turns transparent. What it looks like. Yeah, so there's the fire around where the priest should be, but there's no priest in there. And I think it's like, oh, this looks cool. Or did you forget to shoot the plate with the priest <laughs> yeah. that you were supposed to put the CGI around? And you went, ah, fuck it, they were not. Has it's, anyone seen the Roger uh, Corman Fantastic Four film? No, but it's it. should. Oh, it's it's awful. But at the end, when the guy turns into the Human Torch, mm. looks just like this. Oh God! And that was that made was ne- for about thirty quid. Yeah, and that was never meant to be seen by anyone. Mm, mm, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so he turns him into a computer computer spectrum game of a fire. Then he goes <laughs> to see Jake and mows his brain with a lawnmower. CGI, just really no, awful CGI. Awful. It zooms in on Job's eyes, mm. and he's got a CGI Job in his eyes, and he's got a lawnmower for a mouth. And mm. we're supposed to go, oh, this film's getting good now. Mm. He it looks like clear. um the fella from Robocop 2, doesn't he, when he's the robot? Uh, Kane, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I have to be fair, yeah. this is when the film gets good, because it's like, mm. oh, this was the premise of the film. Basically, mm. he goes cyberpunk carry yeah. on a small town. Mm. This is why people would believe it's a Stephen King film, but even Stephen King's like, don't you fucking dare, I didn't do this. <laughs> yeah, no. Mine was, was sensible. <laughs> Mine was about a nude man eating the lawn. Why do <laughs> I have to keep saying this? What's <laughs> that um, Stephen King's like uh, prominent cocaine phase? Because it does seem like it's got that sort of vibe. Yeah, oh, mean, it was the mid-70s. No, so. no, it was the mid-80s because he wrote It. Every oh, night it? he oh. would write It and wake up in the morning and have no memory of doing it because he was into coke so much. He directed the whole of Maximum Overdrive yes. on Cook. No, he did. I said, I've seen that. I feel like I want to watch that because there's a Yardley Smith in it. It's got a lawnmower in it. <laughs> there is a lawnmower death in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that's where it was, yeah. A man gets killed in that by a vending machine can flying out into his head and killing him. <laughs> oh, we should do that one night. Yeah. Uh, watch the film, I mean. Yeah. yeah. Not kill a man. Not with kill a man with a <laughs> can. Not after last time. So then, yeah. he, so he's, he's basically given Jake a lobotomy, I guess. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, he then he goes to the kids up. next door. Oh, well, dad. well, Dean, Dean, Dean. Mm. Just mm. Get, as we got news on this, yeah, that's true. Go. True. Can if you blow a man's brain, does he get lobotomized? Pretty much. I mean, lobotomy is severing the connections between the lobes, and if you have a lawnmower through your skull and your cerebral cortex, and that will. What if it's a CGI lawnmower and it's in my mouth? Mm. No, no, that's no, that's, that's irrelevant. How does one perform a lobotomy, <laughs> Dean? Uh, do you really want to know? Hmm. You get a sharpened spike, uh, or like sort of ice pick, but thinner, and you mm. push it into the orbit of the of the eye, and just wave it back and forth, and pull it out again. Fine. I'm, I'm doing that right now, and it's not doing anything. <laughs> yeah, it is. Trust me. <laughs> 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 the tone is going to change drastically. <laughs> oh, as it turns out, I wrote Lawnmower Man now. <laughs> so you put it in. You put it in the eye. 
he was done in GP surgeries. It's horrific. It was like one of the darkest chapters in uh, medical science. The guy who invented won a, won a Nobel Prize, which is the most damning chapter of the. Not for that though. He just did a really yeah. good prawn cocktail. It was unrelated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Prawn cocktail <laughs> Nobel Prize. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So wait, when was this happening? Because you said GP surgery. I thought this was medieval. Jesus Christ! No, no, we're talking like, like Victorian. Twenties, thirties. He was. I think it was ruled out in the sixties and seventies. They do, they do it once through over the cuckoo's nest, don't they? Well, that's, uh, that's uh, electroconvulsive therapy. It does, um, does way if, too much. So do you do it, if you turn it up to full with electrotherapy, does it lobotomise you? No, that's a different thing. <clears throat> um, it was done mostly on women because they were just you know, being erratic and getting yeah. out of, you know, being lippy, as, as they thought at the time. <laughs> Tell me about it. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, mm. no, but even though like they suffer far more, far less <laughs> of mental health problems, mm. they got a lot more lobotomies. I am making me? notes here. Sorry, go on. Just to... <laughs> I just want to make sure I heard that right. So into the 70s, GPs were putting spikes in women's eyes and saying, that's my job. <laughs> well, okay, not much GPs, but like the actual psychiatrists in their own, in their own offices. It was like a hospital procedure. They could actually do it. But uh, into the 70s, okay. in this country, in the uh, first world, maybe people were spiking women in the eyes and saying, that's a calm you down okay, enough. Maybe like, maybe for like 50s and 60s here, but it was really, really quite recent. It was really quite... Uh, Definitely, yeah, either yeah. way, yeah. I, I well, never thought it was still happening in, in, the, in the 20th century, really. Oh, no, that's oh, what invented. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> well, to be fair, in the 80s, they started losing lawnmowers. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot more effective. <laughs> Got a sponsorship from John Deere. There was a, a really weird collaboration. <laughs> Christ alive. There we go, ladies and gentlemen. We've learned something this evening. That's why experts are on this <laughs> podcast this evening. Thank you for having me. So it. then we get the abusive father of the kid next door, who is the most stupid man in the world, because he sat in his chair, a lawnmower burst through the front door. <laughs> he doesn't move. And then he stands up on a chair, just fucking go upstairs. Get in the loft. Yeah, he's wearing the classic um, abusive dad slash wife beater vest, of course. Yeah, and the and the baseball cap. Shorthand for that sort of person. Yeah, but the lawnmower comes in and starts eating the chair he's standing on, <laughs> and he just and stands I, uh, there. And they mentioned this like it's really hard to make a lawnmower scary, isn't it? Really you know, they are hard. kind of dangerous, but they don't. I just don't think they have. <laughs> they're just so generic machines. They're not. It's like he's being chased by a microwave or something. It yeah, work. basically, a microwave on a trolley is <laughs> killing him. But he runs out of the house, and luckily for him, there's some steps. But unluckily for him, this means the lawnmower can fly. No, no, I think it's supposed to be somehow there's a lawnmower ramp, mm. and it flies through the air into his face. Well, you have to have them at every public building because it's unfair. You do, otherwise, to. it's unfair. Otherwise, you can't let lawnmower men in. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, it's Job doing his telekinesis, isn't it? So he can just mm-hmm. lift it if he wants to. It's true. Yeah. Doesn't know, does he? No, it doesn't. <laughs> That's the thing. He's telekinetic. He can do whatever he wants. But he's yeah. just going, I'm just going to run this lawnmower rather than just get a machine gun to fly around and shoot this prick in the face. Yeah. <laughs> Decapitated with a Chris Rea CD. Yeah, Tell you what, yeah, that'd be much better. Tell you what, though, the wife and kids get over it quick, don't they? Well, he was yeah. a bell end, man. Yeah, <laughs> don't seem particularly fond of him. Listen carefully. There's two bumper episodes coming out, but that's just the order of. There's eight more, Roger. Eight of them. People might hear them, Roger. I'm going to lie low. I think you should too. <laughs> Brian and Roger are back 
two brand new episodes and a whole new series wherever you get your podcasts. And see Brian and Roger live at the London... A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Podcast Festival and the Menier Chocolate Factory in a whole new stage show. Check websites for ticket details. Yeah. A good, the only good bit in this film, pretty much, is the police turn up, and it's that man who's in everything. Always Troy plays Evans, policeman. Yeah, I yeah. Look, yeah, look up, yeah. He's always just, plays that, that policeman. Guy. He's in Demolition Man as well, isn't he? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. He's he turns up. Too. and He's like, oh, it's awful. There's been these horrible murders. Job is standing in the background when Pierce Brosnan turns up. <laughs> Nobody sees him. Oh, we, is, we should also uh, mention well, that Pierce Brosnan, in the meantime, has escaped from the shop. Yeah. The people hotel, who are trying to kill him. Yeah. There was a really confusing bit because we see Very Job. In the lab, mm. uh, doing doing his shit, and then it cuts to Pierce Brosnan running down a corridor, mm. and one of the guards pops. And I always thought he was in the lab because I thought that's what they're doing. But then a waiter with a bottle of champagne just walks out of the that's door. Right. What's, yeah. what's the door. So he's in the this? hotel. <laughs> he's in, he's supposed to be in the hotel. He's in, yeah, in Washington, he's in the right? Hotel, yeah. But as, mm. as, and you can tell it's a very posh hotel. But as soon as he runs out, he's clearly in a side street of the same small town in America where the rest of the film's been shot. <laughs> and they get the bit where he's trying to sneak out of the hotel, and they start saying his name like in that. PB's big <laughs> adventure. Mr. Randall, would you please report for death, Mr. Randall? And he runs off. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, he knocks the guy out with a champagne bottle who's trying to kill him. And he hands the machine gun to the waiter. And the waiter's like, what shall I do? And he goes, cover him. That's quite funny, actually. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, cover him, yeah, go on. Mm. So, yeah, so he goes home. That's quite good, to be honest. He sees the death that's occurred next door to him. He asks the police, and they're like, it's been a horrible murder. And then we see Job in the background. And then he goes, still, it was all just an accident. Yeah, because Job's doing his mind control, isn't he? That's what mm. that is. But, but before then, before Job turns up, but to Troy Evans, the cop, he's suddenly going, hell of a thing, hell of a thing. Mm. Yes, uh, hell. But he's not talking to anyone. It's no. Like there's no one there. No. <laughs> so just out loud exposition for, for reasons. Maybe he's playing ghosts and goblins in his mind. <laughs> Possibly. Oh, classic. What an amazing reference. I have never mm. heard of that game in a while. It was a sequel to... Um, 
Ghouls and, and Ghosts. Ghouls and Ghosts, yeah. I got them on my Mega Drive right now, actually. Pardon? I got my uh, vintage Mega Drive in the corner, like the, the ah, new modern version. Oh, nice. <coughs> and uh, Ghosts and Goblins is on there. What's it Ghouls nice. and Ghosts? I can't remember. It's very good. Yeah. I mean, it's a great game, because you, you you get to be a little naked man for a bit. <laughs> yeah, just in your pants. It kind of looks like you're having a breakdown. <laughs> I've always thought that game is like he gets scared so much by a ghost he has a breakdown and starts running around in the nude um, so yeah so, that, so basically he realises we can't get to Job at all because he can control minds um, <clears throat> so Job goes to see Angela sorry sorry Angela goes to see Job sorry I've got the names mixed up and um, and then he ties Pierce Brosnan to a chair and puts a headset very, on him. Very sketchy effects. And then we get very much. He crucifies him, doesn't he? Or is that later? No, it's later. Yeah. Um. He then Pierce gets to do his oh, acting that he's so good at when he's in pain. Yeah. Some of the stuff Job says. We're in the territory of nineties <coughs> tech movie bingo. Yeah. Because yeah. says I'm going to access the mainframe. Bing. Like it's the neural net. What? Mm. <laughs> this is hacking. I'm going to pizza.com. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to download my milk for the day but he says yeah, at this point yeah. doesn't he say at this point that his birth will be signalled by every telephone on the planet ringing simultaneously right so yeah, he, he says point, yeah. I'm going to project myself into mm. the mainframe computer mm. bingo once mm. I've entered the neural net bingo mm. my birth cry will, this, oh, yeah, <laughs> will be the sounds of every telephone in the world ringing in unison and he goes I've got a billion calls to make it's like I feel like you can just do that. Yeah. <laughs> without you can create a program to do that, surely. <laughs> or you, you just can. like... It's just smart. Uh, he said, what's he got? I've got people to see. I've got a billion phone calls to make. It's like, oh, you just sound like a single mum, but yeah. <laughs> this is like, we're all busy. I want a scene as well where his phone rings so, and, and Homer comes out of the bath and picks it up and says, you'd have to speak out louder. I've got, I'm wearing a towel. <laughs> Ned Flanders be woke up in the middle of the night. Yeah. Be my mother. <laughs> <laughs> People are just going to put the phone down. No one's going to care. So Pierce is, he leaves Pierce yeah. tied up, and then... But just be clear, there's nothing is established earlier in the film that this is anything to do. Like, at no point in the film has anyone said, oh, by the way, you can just upload yourself into a computer. This no. is the first we're no, hearing no. about this. Mm. Yeah. And also, he said, like, I'm going to do all this, I'm going to run the world, and he's, he's oh, Job, a Christ complex is the first sign of psychosis. Uh, technically, no, it's not. <laughs> what is the first sign of psychosis? Anything else? Podcast. <laughs> anything, yeah, yeah. yeah. Lobotomizing yourself on a podcast. Let's go that. God, imagine how many people accidentally lobotomize themselves by playing with a pencil and leaning forward by accident. <laughs> that was the Dark Knight, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, it was meant to be a good thing. Okay. Oh, Ta-da. Um, so, then, so then the shop send a team to catch a Job, and this, he projects oh, his go. giant gold head. <laughs> yeah. Oh! Wait, this is a bit that he goes, oh, the chopper, yeah? He's saying this to, to Pierce Brosnan, mm. I'll pull back the curtain so you can see. And he, and then you cut him pulling back a CGI curtain. And yeah. the shittiest van you've ever seen. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, it's a van drawn by the bloke who designed the houses from Monopoly, right? <laughs> it's, it's like a plastic bollocks. And then we cut to a real van outside, and these mm. two guys in suits with machine guns turn up. That, and, then, and then the head appears. Can you think of... Two worse, and I don't mean in terms of oh god, that's terrible in terms of how disgusting and awful it is. Can you think of two worse looking deaths you've ever seen in a film? No, ever? This is horrific, no. it, it, yeah. it's embarrassing. It's like they've got a graphics package and they are going to use mm. it. That, that is exactly what happened, by the way. They're made of yeah. like bees, 
No, well, I think they, they, I've written down. Them. Yeah, they, they should, but they're pixelated. They're not like little pixels. They're pixelated yeah. the size of Maltesers. Mm. I think right? I think so, I've got them the same note. Do you know those big smarties you get now? They're like, ah, yeah, 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 they're yeah, like yeah, giant yeah. smarties. Or, or yeah. I suppose back then a Galaxy Minstrel. Yeah, right? oh, that yeah. sort of size. And but but they they're still alive, even though they've been cut into bits of minstrels. Right, but it's like something out of Tim and Eric. It's like something out of Tim and Eric. How were they still walking around when they're bits of floating minstrels? And they're still alive. Every organ in their body has been torn asunder, and they're just wandering around going, oh, this isn't good. The the first guy does. He sort of eventually dissipates, and then it starts up to the second guy because Job looks at him, and then he sort of runs away whilst still disintegrating and defracting like that. And then he pulls open his shirt, and you see this swirling vortex inside of him. What the fuck is that? All I could think oh. of was the early Futurama episode with the planet robots, they do a human thing. It's like, <laughs> I will eat and digest you all in my system of mighty organs. Behold! <laughs> so it's his chest with some guts inside. There's no reason for it whatsoever. It just feels like uh, Len in the office, in the, in the CGI office, has gone, now I'm not just doing Mexican tyres. I'm really <laughs> just doing what I want. What do you think of this? I'm just going to have him open his shirt and it just be like a nebula in there? Yeah, that's brilliant, that is. Does it make sense in the film? Ah, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Oh, they got the bloody chimp through, didn't they? That's what it was. They did. Yeah, this is the, the CGI department was all chimps and they had not been trained or made intelligent They've been working anyway. for a million years on a million computers and that's what they came no, up with. They've the been God. working for six months mm. on four computers and they made this. That's oh, the four, computer four, version. Four typewriters. That's the yeah. typewriter. The computer version of it was the best of times, it was the blurth of times. That is <laughs> that effect. Um, yeah, so they're both killed somehow. And then I just got really bored, stroke uh, confused. My notes here are just nothing, it's just mm. like white noise. Well, Joe goes and gets Jeffrey Lewis to give him a lift. But he doesn't go again. He psychically links to him. That's Jeffrey right, Lewis yeah. is sitting in his van. Oh, we should have mentioned Jeffrey Lewis has been just sitting there pissed the entire film. Mm. Right. <laughs> the other one's mowing the lawn, and he's like, I'm just going to go sit in my van for a minute and do some paperwork. He's like, I'm just drinking teachers, you fuck. Right. Get a river and, dance uh, in the van tonight. I'm just going to go and do some begora. I don't know what that means, right? <laughs> yeah, but he's sitting. So we cut to yeah, Jeffrey Lewis first in his like van. Buzzwords, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm just uh, begora, begora, potato, potato. Right, okay, and he goes, I, he's sitting in his van and he he wakes up and he goes, Oh, okay, Job, I'll be there in a minute. Hmm. But Job's nowhere near, so he what does he think is happening? Well, yeah, but also, Mind can't boy, Job yes, just like travel? Yeah, should can't just Job just himself? chuck Jeffrey out of the van and sack the van towards himself? Hmm. That seems like a bad phrase, but he does, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, before this, he said he could go upload himself to the entire planetary network, so. The internet, right? That's what that is. Yeah. What I'd have done is I'd have got, I'd have said, I'd have seen saying, Jeffrey Lewis said, okay, Job, I'll be there in a minute in his van. And then when he turns up at Job's, he's on his hands and knees like a horse. Yeah, in, the the to, in the nude. In the nude. And he has to ride Jeffrey Lewis all the way to the lab. And if he had done that, Stephen King would be like, okay, that's my book. That's okay, fine. From my book. That's the only <laughs> reference. I mean, you could, they could make that stand up in court. You wrote a book about a lawnmower, Jeffrey Lewis, technically. Trims lawns. He's nude. He's on his hands and knees. Have him eating some grass. Watertight case. You, sir, have not got a legal case to stand on. I find the defence of the lawnmower man film. <laughs> Stephen King's like fuck. Um, what can I think of that? To say that. <laughs> Much better story. Yes, yeah, so he goes to the lab, and then there's loads of guards with guns there, and he unleashes this apocalypse. Also, how does he get in the lab again? <laughs> he can't. Well, no, he's he outside. Can't. He's outside. 
But, he's, but his plan is, oh, I'm going to put myself, project myself on the mainframe computer. He can't just turn up there and go, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm here to project myself on the computer. <laughs> all right, all right. I'm, I'm just going to call upstairs. Lynn, it's Lynn on reception. Jackie, um, there's a man here who says he wants to upload himself under the new real net, but he hasn't got an appointment. No, I've told him we meant to do Alan Keys and Monkey Helmets, but he's not listening. It's like, what the fuck is going on? Ape says no. Ape says no. <laughs> There's a monkey under this table who's in charge of the entire building. Jackie, I don't mean to ruin your evening, but someone's just unleashed a digital storm of weird <laughs> ants and bees, and they're killing yeah. everyone. Yeah, and Jackie's like, you think you've got problems? I've got one of those um, one of those VR suits, beer, full of spunk. <laughs> it is like, it's a joke, but when like way before yesterday, Joe mentally opens the gate. Mm-hmm. And they spend a lot of time talking about this gate, don't they? Because mm-hmm. the ball yeah. bosses have to download the data. A guard comes in, yeah, one of the gates is open and it's not closed. Just, just, I just thought I'd come up here and tell you that myself. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the head of the corporation is like, well, yeah. fucking get another, get the gate guy here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is not my department, clearly. Sorry. What are you calling he's, me for? Call Chubb. <laughs> he's, he's, Chubb is the name of an ape and he's having sex with it. <laughs> All right, the other chub. Get the, get the chub oh, the lock Who company, do you think's filming it? <laughs> also, worth pointing out that at this point, they've been in the lab and uh, they found that Pierce is hacking them to, to, to shut them off from the outside world. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. And they have those computer systems, which were quite common in the films of this era, where the computer says out loud whatever you're doing, which would be God, who's so doing annoying. these voices? These voices yeah. are so soothing. <laughs> yeah, they're like, really sort of, mainframe ooh. downloaded. But that would be so, it's so impractical as well, because like, people use computers for so many things at once. Like, you know, opening Word, opening Google Chrome, mm. www.pornhub.com. It's, it's this clippy before he <laughs> it was turned into a, a, a body. Yeah. It seems you're opening a Microsoft Word document. Ooh. It's so <laughs> soothing, though. It's like, it yeah. looks like you're trying to fill your car with CSI. Not CSI. <laughs> Looks like you're trying to fill your car with CS gas from the exhaust pipe. <laughs> it's so soothing. Do you need help? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, yeah. So, also, so, uh, so he's also he's going to the, the lab to obviously try and get get cut off Joe. And the van outside, the guys are in, has a lot of explosives in it for reasons. Mm-hmm. Never oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what did they think was going to happen? Oh yeah, we're just we're, we're basically tonight's job. Yeah, just the blokes calling their wives away. Yeah, going to be home to late. We're going to go pick up a dunce in the, in the transit. Like, and then they go, yeah, don't worry. About it. Yeah, I have got a crit full of dynamite. Don't worry about that. Why <laughs> is it, why does anyone take a crit of dynamite with them? Also, it's like, there's only two guys to bring, like, so we only need two guys for this job, but we will need a shitload of plastic explosives, because... Yeah, well, because... One, of the, one of the guards is played by one of my favourite people in the film, Robocop, who's trying to negotiate with the mayor, the SWAT team, oh, yeah? and he says, well, you know, we'll throw in a blah punked. I thought, it looked, I thought it looked familiar. He's the one who shoots Jeffrey Lewis. And then, oh, yeah. And then Job forces him to put the gun on him in his own mouth and shoot himself. <laughs> He's yeah, like, and then, no, <laughs> no, and to bl- splatter his own blood very inauthentically from his head. Mm. Yeah. It clearly comes vibes, up from a, from a, yeah. There's clearly a runner lying down behind his bum with a syringe full of blood. Don't get down started. Terrible. If you listen to our Owen, Owen, Owen three. I'm very Welsh this evening. If you listen to our Owen three episode, Dan's got a whole 
visual yeah. essay about how it could possibly achieve. <laughs> and has since made a video about it. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. It just drives me up the wall. If the worst, the, actually, the worst one is is a bit in Goodfellas, where you can see the uh, Samuel L. Jackson when, gets shot in the head. Yeah, and you can see the blood that shoots out over the bed is actually coming from in front of Samuel L. Jackson from a little gu- uh, blood cannon, hmm. and that uh, here ended the lesson. Yeah, here ended the lesson. Kohai. <laughs> um, so he, so Jeffrey Lewis is killed. He kills the guard, and then Job gets into the lab, and he uses the equipment to enter the mainframe, and he becomes a digital being. Okay. But he plugs brilliant. himself in, hmm. and he just as soon as he plugs himself in, hmm. he deflates. <laughs> yeah. He does deflate. Yeah. You get sucked into a virtual arsehole, which is, summarises this film very, very well. Now, now, Dean, Dean, I need to ask, because I know you've written a new book, and I, I don't want to infringe on what you're talking about in the no, new book. please. But yeah, is, this, is this possible? <laughs> yeah, Dean, Dean, the new recitalist. Yeah. If you are on a Krypton Factor-style flying machine, yeah. and you upload yourself into a computer, does all the juice get sucked out of you? Does it happen? <laughs> does it happen, Dean? Does it? As a scientist, I can't yeah. be certain, but I'll say I've never seen it. Let's go with that. Uh, you might have been looking the other way, though. Exactly. Can't run it out. I've Can't had some out. juice sucked out of me, and <laughs> I wasn't in a computer, but I was yeah. near one. I mean, it does feel like a crypto factor as well. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, it does feel like that. <laughs> there was no internet there was a lot of porn going on to crypto factors what you got so. yeah. Gordon Burns sucked my fluid out on the crypto factor <laughs> and I did this feel like I deflated yeah, yeah. yeah. and I, mean, afterwards I felt quite deflated yeah he's, when he didn't call me back <laughs> but he's he's left <laughs> <laughs> But the fact is, his body is just left there. Yeah, <laughs> it looks just, yeah. it looks just like a stretch Armstrong when you do all four arms at once. Hilarious! <laughs> it's the funniest part of the film. So then, meanwhile, Job's searching for an unencrypted network connection, <laughs> and oh. Pierce Brosnan thinks, "Well, I can't stop him, so I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna leave bombs everywhere." But then he thinks, you know what? I feel responsible, so I'm going to. He enters the virtual reality. Hmm. Oh, by the way, we should mention that the kid and the woman whose husband were murdered hmm. 30 minutes ago yeah. rescue Pierce Brosnan from his chair and drive him to the lab. Yeah. So he gets in, he gets in the virtual reality machine, and then Joe. Well, uh, there's, there's a moment where he's planting the bombs, right? Mm. And. And then it pans up to what they think that the filmmakers think a hard drive is, hmm. and you can hear, you can hear Job in there going, "Ah, I can't open any I, of these." I've got that same <laughs> note. You can hear him inside the computer. Bollocks! Another rock twats. I have. Oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> just, again, imagine your computer doing that. Imagine the word and Chrome just fighting it. It's like, what were you fucking prick? You take them all the room back. Yeah, it would be uh, fun for about five minutes, and then <laughs> it reminded me of when you first got a computer, or when I did about twenty-two years ago. And one of the first things that I found, my, some of my friends said to me, "You can get these packages where it installs audio clips from things you like for every possible thing." And I had a Monty Python one, and to this day, it pisses me off. Every time I got an email, it went "fung message for you, sir." <laughs> I, I, I used to hear that so much. I think that sounds like it could be funny for a good three, four minutes. Three, four minutes. Yeah. So, if you did yeah. have a virtual Job, 
arguing with <laughs> Outlook. Himself. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do you mean you want to download an email? I'm trying to look at porn. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, so he goes in the virtual reality and we meet Joe. Job now looks like... Oh, like a, a walnut whip ha- man. <laughs> yes, yeah, like really he's bitten by a radioactive walnut whip. Yeah, he, yeah. he looks like an X Man. He's sort of mm. covered in this. I mean, he looks like considering this is only three years before Toy Story. Yeah, he, oh, I mean, God, it, it was looks, as well, yeah. yeah, it looks. Yeah, I mean, they're probably bad. making Toy Story at this point and laughing. Yeah, yeah. it took them ten oh. years to make, didn't it? So. Mm. Yeah, yeah they just made a In fact, you even look at the, the things that Pixar were doing ten years before this. It's way better than this, but they're like, no, you know, that's the Mexican tire company for you. And they're <laughs> yeah. like, and people care about it. I'm sure they can do it right. It <laughs> looks dreadful, and this is the worst it looks. I wonder if these are the people yeah. that went on to make that film, that f- hilariously awful film, Food Fight. Have you heard uh, of that? Oh, oh yeah, I have heard of Food it's Fight. The one with Charlie Sheen voices an Indiana Jones dog. Yes, and it's, it's about a like supermarket like... coming to life at night. Yeah, they're it's considered the worst animated film of all time. Yeah, yeah, they try, they try to yeah. do a Toy Story with supermarket branded food, mm-hmm. isn't it? Or something. Yeah, that sounds. I mean, that doesn't sound like a good premise from the start. I mean, it looks as good as this, to be fair. Yeah, but it was made in the twenty first century. Oh, I think the worst one was, was that was the one that uh, Rhapsody Street Kids. That's oh, I don't be. know that one. Oh, I'll send you a link to it. It, it yeah. is. It, they made a basically a CGI cartoon way before the technology was up to it, oh. and um, yeah, it uh, well. I'll, I'll send it to you. You know, like what's it? The um, uh, the money for nothing video. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Worse than that. Oh wow. Oh, but at least that feels like a style choice. Hmm. No, no it money wasn't for nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, this looks like Sir Billy, which is a film I'm going to get John to do at some point. Yeah, we're going to have to do Sir Billy. <laughs> Not me. I'm not doing it. You get somebody else to do it. All right, I'll get um Brian Sewell. <laughs> <laughs> this film was artistically an issue for me personally. <laughs> So, so, so Pierce Brosnan goes in the computer and he gets crucified. Yeah. These Christ illusions are painfully... Oh, <laughs> you haven't a lot of any them. of this. Oh. So Job is Job, except they spell it different in case the audience doesn't get it. Yeah. Larry, <laughs> Pierce Brosnan is called Larry Angelo. Mm-hmm. So it is mm-hmm. going heavily for the Christian... Yeah. I say heavily, there's two references in this, yeah. Yeah. Although the, uh, the priest beats Job, saying, "Oh, you like your namesake," uh, and but Job in the Bible was a victim. Like he was mm. pretty much tested by the devil, and God just let it happen. So even biblically, that makes no sense. I mean, at least he became an odd Job man. <laughs> he would be a bit odd after that, wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> like I, I, all those challenges. And I bet with that lady, uh, he got a blow Job. <laughs> <laughs> Is her name Mary? That sounds like it might be right. Uh, it's Marnie. Marnie actually, Marnie. she. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was terrified. Yeah, yeah. It's not often yeah. my kid's name comes up, and I'm thrilled that it came up in this context. Uh, <laughs> I bet you were. Um, so yeah, he gets crucified, and then the little kid comes into the building, and he, he's basically going to kill Pierce Brosnan at this point. But the, and he says we're going to die together, but because he's still got affection for the little kid, he yeah. allows Pierce Brosnan to leave. And his virtual form starts to be a bit more human, which makes it worse somehow. Mm. Like, oh, it's awful! Yeah, you know, yeah. I thought this is as bad as it gets. No, no, it's not. It's actually no. worse. They start no. trying to give um, the the horrendous digital thing expressions, and yeah. it reminded me they all look like when you play Goldeneye and you meet the scientists, and they all look like they've shat themselves. That's exactly what I thought it looked yeah. like. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can see that. So he he's able to escape yeah. with Peter. And he jumps over a wall, and then he's like, 
It's almost like he's gone, I've made it. Okay, Peter, off you go. And it's like, let the kid go first, surely. We've got to catch him, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, no, still. Oh, but... We forgot the bit. We forgot oh, the bit. The oh, reason boy. the kid runs in is because the mum has fallen asleep in the van. Oh, yeah, yeah. why? Because she's tired. They just, they just drive, what, 10 minutes around the corner? They've driven 10 minutes. Mm. Pierce Brosnan's got in. She goes, ah, I think I've time for a kip. Hang on, wait a minute. Literally, the world's about to end. And you go, yeah, 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 yeah. I want to keep your strength up. She's passed out. And that's when the kid takes the opportunity and goes, well, I'll fuck off then. Also, when Pierce gets in, it's a classic trope which I've always found a bit annoying when he's got this gun which he found on the on the gate where the guards left. Mm. And he's like, it's a locked door. So he, he shoots the complex lock and that opens it. That, that wouldn't, that would make it more locked. That's all yeah. that would do. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, that's, maybe, that's what chimp, that would maybe that's what the chimp did. Uh, possibly, yeah. Um, this would be a much better film if he was constantly, you know, like Randall and Hotkirk. <laughs> it's Piers Brosnan and Chimp. The, the Chimp's the yeah. ghost. Chimp just guided him this entire time. Have you tried using bananas? Not now. <laughs> Throw your shit at it. <laughs> Put a Robocop hat on. No, it won't work. You say that every time, only works half the time. <laughs> Grind this organ and I'll dance. That's not going to help. I'll tell you what, though. Throwing shit got rid of your wife, all right, didn't it? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so, yeah they, they leave the building as it explodes. And um, as it explodes... And Job goes, yes, a back door. Yeah. And it's like, oh, God. Yeah. The climatic scene is him just trying to open locks constantly. There's mm-hmm. nothing more yeah, than so that in, in, in a, a vile-looking environment. boring as yeah. shit. Absolute yeah. toss. Yeah. A, lot, a lot of it roll, rolls on just opening locks. Like, mm-hmm. there's that, there's the gun bit, there's... he. He mentally unlocks a door so we can get Peter out, whatever his name is. It's, yeah, I think all so the people on this dull. were so up their own arsehole about the, the, what they thought was really good CGI that would last for, you know... Forever. It, it, this was dated by the time it came out. Easily. Yeah. <laughs> by the next morning, I think. Hmm. Yeah, exactly. Like, the next morning, all the all the renderers just going, oh, what did we do last night? Oh, my God, we got <laughs> so wasted. There's yeah. a certain trope of films, and sorry, because we're on a James Bond-related podcast, but it reminds me of, course, of Thunderball yeah. in that, in Thunderball, they were like, we can do stuff underwater. Let's do 40 yes, minutes of underwater yes, films. And then this was like, we can do... <clears throat> Computer animation that you wouldn't believe. Let's make the whole end of the film computer animation. But it's, it's got the same sort of vibe and sort of approach of, like, we think it's just in other shows, but the this era of, like, you had a lot of TV, daytime TV shows and cop shows, which the technology's popular, let's let's bring it into it without mm. understanding any of it. Because, like I say, nobody in this film knows what VR actually is, what it does, or no. what it's capable of. And the bit when, like, when the guy gets chased by a lawnmower, it has the the vibe and the sort of production values of one of those 80s like keep out of electricity pylons films mm. it's like really melodramatic health and safety stuff don't, yeah. don't let your lawnmower run loose in your house alright I won't do that <laughs> but Angelo goes home with Peter and his mum because he's and he by the way I think the energy he's plowing the life out of her straight away. Isn't he? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, she seems like she might be okay with it because she seems quite I'm, content. Oh, I'm not saying it's not. Look, honestly, if, if Pierce Brosnan's plowing you, it's probably not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 90s Pierce Brosnan is not. Uh, you know, it's 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 okay. I imagine. And at no point have you mentioned he has a year ring in this film. Yeah, which mm. it works for me. I'll be honest. Um, <laughs> he's a good-looking boy. Something to hold on to. Yeah. Um, what, what are we going to do with uh, Marnie though? Because she's left lying on a bed as a basically a vegetable. Well, she's oh, wandering the streets. They mentioned yeah, that she's wandering oh, yeah. the streets, making and laughing, which is worse. Yeah, she's having a great time. She's off her tits on cat as well. Mm. She's just she's <laughs> like, 
yeah, permanently. But she's she's, she's on time, the so chimp. Right. She's on the chimp's shoulders, just laughing. <laughs> well, you would all, but anyone who's riding around the chimp is having a great afternoon. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> she'll uh, she'll end up in some sort of you know uh, retirement place for the mentally unsound, which is run by monks who like, teach you to paint, and you know she'll meet mm. some interesting people. No, there she won't. She'll go back to the house. She'll have a hell of a laugh with a monkey, and that's the end of it. Oh. I'm trying to work into our first ever episode, of the other one, Dan. Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> You're crossing <laughs> the streams again. Yeah, I, I, I see, I'm trying to lay some stones so people can hmm. join the Patreon, Don. You might get oh, some money over there. Join the Patreon, yeah, well, why don't yeah. you join the Patreon? Um, yeah. yeah, so they get home and then the phone starts ringing and then you can hear other phones ringing and he was right. <laughs> and you know what? You know how I'm going to find out if everything worked out all right? Is if I watch Law Merman 2 and I'm never going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's leave it question mark ambiguous yeah the thing is he sees his phone ring then he hears other phones ringing but like mm. it's his house those are all his phones they would ring at the same that's time that's true that's true <laughs> i think i think yeah. have you been missed old ppi <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. you've got it's me either home. ppi or an elderly relative those are the only people <laughs> phoning or job living in the internet it'd be good no, if no. he picked it up and they were like i'm so sorry um angela i have to tell you your mum's dead and he goes oh thank god <laughs> what do you mean <laughs> i thought you were job who's job it's oh, a long story yeah. Oh, Job killed her. Oh, well. Oh. Oh. What, what is... She was found just... with a monkey up her arsehole. Nope. <laughs> and Chris Rea. They're all up there. <laughs> Holding an Allen key. It was Chris, weird as day. Chris Rea blasted in the background. <laughs> yeah. What exactly is... What's the plan for Job? What's... Like, he yeah, wants to take fun. over the world, <laughs> but he just says, oh, I'm just going to phone a bunch of people. And he, at one point he says, um, oh, I'm going to... Um, Cleanse the, cleanse humanity. Yeah. So is he planning like cold calling everyone and saying, "Be nice"? Okay, next. <laughs> Be I think nice. I think this feeds very well into what you mentioned on the the WhatsApp group as to whose favourite film this was. <laughs> oh yes. Oh, I forgot about this. Oh. So this is a fun fact. This was David Koresh of the Waco <laughs> Siege, his favourite film. Yeah. Wow. And I think that feeds very well into that. It's like, what what was his plan? Yeah, yeah valid. Well, he, Did he download he himself to an, a phone before the house blew up? He wasn't trying to climb into a phone, I'll tell you that. No. He was like, a, God, they just find him with one leg and a handset. <laughs> uh, this was never going to work, boys. You have to call this aerial up his nose. Also, the police wouldn't try and stop that. If you, I'm going to climb into my phone. Oh, all right, then. Hmm. Okay, you don't want to come and put an arm siege up? No, you carry on. Actually, we, we would like to watch. <laughs> That's right. we were, yeah, we're going to watch. <laughs> oh, fucking police. No, generally, you should want to watch you, mate, try yeah. and climb into a phone. That's your plan. Yeah. It sounds like it would be fun. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, he has no plan. But I guess you'd have to watch the second one to find no, out. And he I've never does have that. a plan. He does have a plan. He's just... And the filmmakers presume... They haven't thought through. They've got all the way to the end of production and gone, at no point do we know what this guy's actually trying to do. All mm. we've got is him grunting in a hard drive. Mm. <laughs> we've all done that <laughs> um, yeah I mean there is a second one where Job is played by Matt Frewer I'll be honest with you I watched the first five minutes of that today did you and, um, oh it's on like, MGM isn't it no it's on YouTube like oh, like this was like as this well. was yeah, yeah. there is and nobody defend, down, which does <laughs> tell a lot no one is coming off of the copyright on this one I guess uh, we're waiting for the Criterion edition before uh, they just it brought out they're bringing out a blue. They, they have brought a Blu-ray of Lawnmower Man. Oh my god! Wow. And and the rights holders. It's one of those. This is and you can probably guess. It's one of those films that has been passed from rights holder to rights holder. Hmm. 
probably every six or seven weeks <laughs> since 1992, <laughs> right? And they're trying at the moment to um, make they're trying to turn a lawnmower man into a TV series. Oh. All I kept thinking. One hundred percent gonna try. If I find out who the right owners are, I'm gonna call them up and say, "How can I help?" All I kept thinking, <laughs> genuinely, I kept thinking, "Give this to Blumhouse. It would be a really good film." Yeah, because the thing is, the, the that idea of I don't know about how it would goes along as a series, but as a film, it's a fucking solid idea. That last mm. forty minutes of him going on a cyber carry style revenge—that's <laughs> yeah. mm. a really fun idea. Mm. The fact that it's the problem with this isn't isn't even the shit CGI or the shit dialogue or the shit acting. Mm. It's I don't know what the point of any of this is. There's no, no. consistency to the world. The world building no. is te- is among the worst that we've ever talked about mm. in our many shows, mm. um, and. And it, and, it, and it keeps going, oh, we'll figure out another bit of science as we need it for the plot. And I will say that if you do speak to the guys and they, you, you can tell them I have a neuroscientist who will fix the science for you. I will happily do that. <laughs> I'll tell you what, this is my project tomorrow now. I'll put some wank gags in. <laughs> I, should, I should read at this point. I wanted to read this out because we mentioned it briefly, but I wanted to read out the full synopsis of the Stephen King 1975 yes, yes, short do. story, The Lawn Merman. It says it's about Harold Parquet, who hires Pastel Greener and Outdoor Services Incorporated to cut his lawn. Parquet later spies on the serviceman, discovering his lawnmower mows the lawn by itself while he crawls after it naked, eating the grass. The serviceman is actually a satyr who worships the Greek god Pan. When Parquet tries to call the police, the mower and its owner ritually kill him as a sacrifice to Pan. Nothing like that happens in this. <laughs> well, the, the, the dad, I guess, gets... Uh-huh. And there's a similar... They, there was one joke where... Um, it's in the panel in the short story on this where somebody says, where's the rest of the body? Uh-huh. And the sheriff in the movie says, it's in the bird feeder. Uh-huh. So there's... Oh, yeah. That's, that's, a, right. that's a, an idea <clears throat> from the short story. But that's about it. But there we go. That is Lawmer Man. And the credit music is sound... Uh-huh. It sounds like uh, someone's playing well, the Terminator, the Terminator yeah. theme tune in an elevator. So it's just yeah. got a real yeah. sort of... Do, 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 I assumed do. it was the same guy, but it's not. And that, that's somebody else who should fucking sue. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we got yeah. to the point where I'm going to ask the quickfire questions. Now, Dan, you've had these three times. At least. So I'm going to give these to <laughs> Dean. Hello. <clears throat> so, Dr. Dean Burnett. Thank you, Jonathan. What's your favourite Bond film? Um, it was Casino Royale which got me back into the Bonds because I was only mm. dabbling out for a while. But I always, I'm a sci-fi fan, so for me it always comes back to Moonraker. I always mm. have a real strong soft spot for that. Mm. I know it's ridiculous, but I just remember as a kid watched it. This is brilliant. He's in space and there's a man with metal teeth. Mm. That's what you want, isn't it? Yeah. So, that's so what's what's your least favourite? Um, a few years ago, I would have said Thunderball, Thunderball, Thunderball. I'm not going to say that. I'm sorry, Dan. I was, a few years ago, I would have said Die Another Day because. Mm. I saw it in the cinema, and you know, I thought, "Oh God, this is ridiculous!" You know, with the visible car and the guy who is a Korean general who just lost one minute and is a knighted lord eighteen months later, and the mm-hmm. the science bothered me because like this guy's having his whole DNA changed to disguise his identity, but he's got diamonds in his face; they can't take those out. That seems unlikely. Mm. Uh, but looking back at it now, I think you know it, it does make a bit of effort. And uh, mm. I we saw it in the cinema; it was like November, and the the heating failed in the cinema. The central heating, so. Towards the end of it, it got really cold, so it felt like a really immersive experience because oh, nice. I was in an ice palace. So that was yeah. like, oh, that's a fondness for that. But mm. since then, I have seen um, 
Spectre, which I found a, <laughs> such a dirge of a film. Yeah. My, my least favourite part is the reveal of Blofeld, which I think I've said all this before, but do you remember Hersey, the, the band? Yeah. Hersey, the band, and they, like, Kim Marsh left and they had a replacement. They had a press conference to announce a replacement and middle of them was a, someone with a bag on their head. I said, and here you go, and I took the bag off. I think, I still don't know who this is. <laughs> it's mm. really anticlimactic. Mm. And that's that scene felt like to me. Like It's like Hersey's press release. And that's not really what you wanted a Bond film. That's fantastic. <laughs> also reminded me of um, Star Trek Into Darkness where he said, I am Khan. <laughs> yeah. So? He, yeah, exactly. They don't know who that is. I don't know. Mm. In this in this context, no one knows who that is. Why, why do we care? Also, you're not, clearly. Mm. You look nothing like the original guy. Can't be asked more like. Hey. Um, can you give me your best Bond mate? Sorry. You, can you give me your best made-up Bond film title? Uh I thought I was thinking of all the different other Bonds, so I just thought a bit of a word salad in my head. So, hmm. Licensed to Kill a Gold World Twice. Licensed to Kill a... Gold World Twice. Licensed to Kill a Gold World Twice. <laughs> Those words seem to pop up in my head when I think of Bond films. I like that. I'd, de- I'd definitely go and see that. <laughs> uh, especially if it's delayed for two years. Uh, <laughs> Bond is full of silly lady names such as Holly Goodhead, Plenty O'Toole and Plenty B. Smallbone. Can you give me your best Bond lady name? Uh, well, I think uh, people are you know, trying to you know, the whole Spectre thing. They're trying to uh, to go back to the nostalgic stuff, mm. and I think uh, we've had Octopussy, and mm. no one's no one's gone the whole cephalopod route yet. So, Mandy Squidminge. <laughs> <laughs> that's my favourite one I've ever heard. I think that's the best one I've ever heard. Yeah, Mandy Squidminge. Um, and finally, who would you, Dr. Ding Burnett, have as James Bond next? Now, weirdly, uh, Dan, I, I had an idea, because I've been a big fan of this podcast for a while, I had someone in mind, and Dan's already said it, because I generally thought the um, idea of a black Bond would be a good move, not just mm. for the you know, representation, which would be great in itself, but mm. it would sort of give the character a whole new thing, because <clears throat> he's always been one of the boys, one of the, you know, the establishment, go to the system, the private school lad. But if he was a black guy too, that would give everything a whole new dynamic, because he's... Mm. No, forced his way through rather than being accepted by his by book. Imagine like the whole money penny flirting would be she would be frowned on for that, or M's animosity would be far more loaded and you know, I think that would be a nice album. So I thought if you want to go you know, the whole Roger Moore make it a bit more fun and <coughs> campy vibe, I thought John Bayega would be good for that. But then Dan mm. mentioned, yeah, he probably doesn't ever want to be a in a franchise again because mm. he's not a good experience. And I yeah. thought I also used to think if we make it dark and gritty like Craig might want to have an old clerk. But since then, I thought, no, you know, actually, that's probably yeah. a bad idea. I thought you meant yeah, Craig. Yeah, yeah. 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 I, I thought you meant Craig Charles then. <laughs> I thought, if you know people want to go back to the Conry, but I don't think that's what they meant. Uh, that's, um, mm. so no, complete, complete wild card, Phil Wang. Okay. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I think it'd be good, to be honest. Okay. All right. <laughs> Fair enough, I won't argue. Um, <laughs> there we go, ladies and gentlemen. We talked for uh, nearly 110 minutes about Lawmer Man. Um, and uh, you can make your own decision about whether we got there or not Um, but uh, thank you very much Dean thank you much John always a pleasure thank you Dan thank you John and we'll see you soon goodbye bye bye
Hello, I'm Tom, and I make a podcast where I log in to celebrities' Amazon accounts. It's called... What a brilliant idea for a pod. There's no original pods out there anymore, but this genuinely is. Oh, thanks, Ben Bailey-Smith. Anyway, it's called... This is good, isn't it? It's clever, this podcast. You should do more. Thanks, Kerry Godleyman. It's called... This is such a great idea, by the way. What a great podcast. Shappy Corsander, you're too kind. The podcast is but called... it's biographical. You can get all sorts of information out of people. This is a very good idea. Thank you, Nick Helm. It's called My Mate Bought a Toaster. I'm going to listen to this podcast. Thanks, Alex Horn. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Can you tell your friends? Great big owl. 